12, 26 says, If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. If any man serve me, let him follow me. Where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. If any man serve me. Somebody say, if any man serve God. No, say, if any man serve Jesus. God the Father will honor that person. If anybody serves Jesus, God the Father will honor that person. Amen. In the book of Joshua, I'm going to leave a lot of places that we ought to be checking in Bible to, to save time. Joshua asked the people, he said, he said to the people, he said, choose ye this day whom ye will serve. And he now said, as for me and my house, we will what? Serve the Lord. Jesus said, if anybody serves me, my father God will honor that person. In other words, there's reward in serving God. As for me and my house, Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. We have made up our minds to consecrate our lives. Use it purely for the service of the Lord who made us. My life does not belong to me. It belongs to God. I have consecrated it to the service of the master. And, you know, what, what I'm, the title of what I'm sharing today is called Serving the Lord. Simple, very simple. Serving the Lord. And, and what is service? Service is um, a duty that you perform or something that you do and is beneficial to somebody else. Something is serving a good purpose. Something that is useful and you target, target it towards somebody. Now, the reason you earn your salary is because the company believes, the owner of the business believes you are rendering service. You see, the owner of that business is the person you are helping. If you don't, if he does not see you as helpful, he won't pay you. He's going to sack you. Is that correct? He's not paying you salary because he loves you. Even when bank is giving you loan, it's not because they love you. Bank itself is doing business. The money they are giving you is not their own. It's depositors' funds. And they are going to help depositors to trade with the money, make some gains, some profit, and put interest on it for those depositors, and they take their own. Is that correct? Is that correct now? It's not because they love you. You don't have the, the, the collateral security that they ask you to bring. They won't give you. They won't give you the money. Now, do something that is beneficial to somebody for the person you have you have rendered a service to that person and in serving the Lord it means we are to find out what pleases God what piece of job assignment does God have 
that he's asking human beings to help him to do. For example, when God needed to bring a son into this world, he needed a woman. He needed a woman. Not to sleep with the woman, but to release his spiritual seed by the spoken word which the woman will mix with faith. And then she will get pregnant. And that woman is Mary and she cooperated with God. And God is forever grateful that Mary cooperated. And Mary is in heaven. Let's clap for Jesus for that. And God says, well done, son. Well done. When children of God do God a service, he says, thank you. Well done. Thank you. And God is not an ingrate. God is a very grateful person. And he rewards. Jesus said, if anybody serves me, my father will honor him. God is glad. He's going to say, this is my beloved son, servant, in whom I'm well pleased, in whom I'm well satisfied. Therefore, I will honor him. And God will promote you. That's why in heaven, there are rewards. When we get to the judgment seat of Christ, we will see rewards. judgment seat of Christ when our works and our services render to God shall be tried. And I see how much God has kept his stuff for me to reward me. Because I know I have spent my energy, my time, my everything serving this God. And I'm going to keep on serving him till he comes to take me out of this world. Payday is coming. Tell them about payday is coming. And in serving God, there are some things you must ensure are in place. Otherwise, your service to God is defective. And God will not be satisfied and not give you a reward. One of the ways to serve God, number one, is to praise and worship Him. I will just take that first. And if I'm able to take one or two more, we'll close. Then we'll finish this one at a time. By lifestyle of praise and worship of God. That's how to God. Amen? Let me read, read something for you in Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13. not all children of God that are serving God. It's not all sons of God that are servants of God. Amen? Before we read, just put your finger there in Hebrews 13 and then you look up. How many of you here are sons of God? You believe you are a son of God? Whether you are a, a, a female you are called sons of God. Even if you are a brother or a sister, the word son is not used denoting male or female. A child of God, an offspring of God, somebody who hails from God. Say, I am a son of God. Say that. Now, say, I am a servant of God. Now, if you are born again, you are a child of God, but some of you are not serving God. It's good for sonship and servanthood to kiss each other. 
Be a son of God and be a servant of God. Some of you are sons and you are not servants. And it is in service you get your reward in heaven. Not in sonship. The judgment of Christ is not to try whether you are a son of God or not. That you have made the rapture already says you are a son of God. And it is only those who have raptured that appear at the judgment seat of Christ. For their works and services to be tried. And their rewards given to them. So if you are a son of God, start looking for things to, to do to serve God. And one of them is praise worship. Hebrews 13 verse 15. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. He's talking about Jesus. By Jesus let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Amen. Somebody say sacrifice of praise. Say let us offer the sacrifice of praise. I want you to look up. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. As we offer unto him the sacrifices of thanksgiving. As we offer unto him the sacrifices of praise. That's where the song came from. You know, in the Old Testament, they will carry animals and food stuff and everything and go and offer sacrifice. There is a sacrifice. There are sacrifices we offer as New Testament believers. One of them is the offering from our lips. Amen. The fruit of our lips. You open your mouth and say, God, I praise you. You are great and greatly to be praised. You are God all by yourself. You are omnipotent. You are powerful, omnipotent. You are omnipresent. You are omniscient. There is no searching of your knowledge and understanding. You are glorious. You are magnificent. You are excellent. Look at the things you are saying. You are speaking approval of him. You are speaking of his qualities, his excellent greatness. That's called praise. To praise me to speak approval of somebody. Say, hey, well done, man. You did well. You, the class teacher said, one of the pupils, come and, one of the students, come and take the chalk right on the board and solve this mathematics. When you finish solving it, the teacher is impressed. He said the whole student clap for him. That clapping is praising you. They speak of you. They are praising you. But if you didn't get it right, they say shame on you. Ooh. Ooh. Olodo. Olodo. Is that not what they call it? Olodo. Amen. So we are praising God by telling him how great he is. How great is our God? How great is his name. He's the greatest God. 
forever the same. He rolls back the waters of the mighty red sea. He says, I will lead you, only trust in him. Oh, it's like unto thee. Oh, God, who is like unto thee? Oh, God, among the gods, who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, hallelujah. You are doing, you are bringing sacrifices to God, and to offer sacrifice is to offer service. To offer sacrifice is to offer service. Now, you are not carrying tubers of yard, you are not asked to, 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 to bring money at that time. The first worship, praise worship. The first act of service when you get saved is to praise God. Offer the sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice. It takes energy to do that. It takes thinking. Think of his greatness. And then start using words to describe those qualities. Oh, the psalmist said God is beautiful. He said, this one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. The beauty of the Lord is talking about the glory of the Lord. If you talk about God's beauty, you are talking about his character. Have you seen a very beautiful girl, but when she behaves, you will run. So the beauty is eroded when she starts behaving. It's not just physical beauty. When they say God, the beauty of the Lord, they are not saying his handsome face. God is beautiful because he's kind. Do you know that the kindness of God adds to his beauty? Do you know that God is very kind? Very kind, very gracious. That adds to his beauty. The excellent character of God. Do you know that God is very humble? Was it on Wednesday or Friday here? I was to tell you that God is the, is, the, is the most humble person I've ever seen. Somebody built a house. He started being proud. He buys a latest car. He started being proud. He marries a good husband. She started being proud. But God that owns the land on which you build the house is not proud. All the properties, the real estate in this world, they are built on God's earth that he created. And he's not proud. God is long-suffering. He has patient endurance. Some people have spoken against God anyhow, and God did not rush to kill them. You say he's saying that ignorantly in unbelief. I'll give him time to repent. The power that God has if human beings have it, we would have destroyed all our enemies before today. God is very humble. If you know that, and he's very compassionate. 
under the song that said, You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more than I ever have before. You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want to. He's very easy to adore. Easy to respect. When you, when you think of his character, to, to adore him, to reverence him, it's very easy. It's, it becomes natural to do. I'm going to sing one more time. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more than I ever have before. You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more. Lord, I want to love you more than I ever have before. You are so easy to adore. You are so easy to adore. Lord, I want to love you more. Amen. And let me tell you something. Praising God, worshiping God, which means you are offering him sacrifice of praise and worship, does not necessarily mean singing. Because you can praise God without putting melody into it. It's when melody becomes present in your praises that we call it praise music or musical praise. You can praise God by just talking. The Yoruba can do what they call a ewi, ewi, ewi. They will just be chanting some. I, I think I have heard Bosse or Jebi you do a wee. Eh? Can you come and give us any a wee you can remember? I don't know. I'm catching her on her waist. Let's clap for her. Eh? I know you did not rehearse it. You just try to give us one a wee. Then we take one more point and we close. Let, let's sing that one after she will enter. Jekai oba ogo, Jekai oluwa wa. Yesu, yes. Choir, come on, let's do it. Yesu, 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 Yesu. Let's take it again. Jekai oluwa wa. Hey, Jekai oba ogo. Jekai Oluwawa Yesu 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 Eshe Yesu 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 Jekai Oluwawa Jekai Oba Ogo Jekai Oluwawa Yesu Yesu Yesu, Yesu, Eshe, Yesu, Yesu, Yesu.
So I just said that to let you know that it's not all praising and worshiping of God that you are necessarily singing. You can just be saying it so that the words are coming out of your mouth. As you feel in your heart about him, you say it. And then if you now feel like singing it, it now becomes song. It becomes a musical praise. So praise and worship is not necessarily singing. You can just be talking the praises. That's what I mean by praise and worship is not necessarily singing. But the popular one is that we are singing it. And that becomes more interesting now. Oh, by the time you begin to sing it and play instrument, it gets more interesting. And God even liked the music. You've, music was created in heaven to praise God and worship him. That's the primary purpose of, worship, uh, of music. It was on planet Earth, music became corrupted. Satan took music and used it to start talking about uh, 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 boyfriend, girlfriend, and this one. All that. But the original purpose of music was to praise God. To him. You know, music is a, is a, is a, is a, is a praise music. It's a vehicle that helps us to carry praises to God. It enhances it. Music makes praises not to be boring. The act of praising God becomes easier once you musicalize it. Are you getting that language? Praising the Lord is not dry and a boredom. Once you begin to sing your praises, you can talk your praises to him. You can speak your praises to him. But when you sing your praises to him, it gets more interesting. You yourself that is doing the praising, begin to enjoy it more. My God, I love singing your praise because you love hearing my voice. My God, I love singing your praise because you love hearing my voice. Romans chapter 12, quickly. My God, I love singing your praise because you love Hearing my voice. I think to save time, let's leave that. Amen. Let's leave that one. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs 3. My God, I love singing your praise. Because you love hearing my voice. One more time. My God, I love singing your praise. Because you love. Hearing my voice. Proverbs 3 verse 9. Let's, let's read verse 9. This is the last point I take. I'm taking because of. Because I just decided I'm not going to preach long too. Proverbs 3 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruits of all thine increase. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruits of all thine increase. Let's cut it off right here. Somebody say, honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. Do you know that when the Bible says in Ephesians 6, children obey your parents in the Lord. Have you ever read that in your Bible? In Ephesians, children obey your parents. He says, honor your father and your mother. Honor your... To obey and to honor, there are two different things. 
when you obey your parents, it means they have told you something to do. And you did it. They instructed you. You carried it out. That's called act of obedience. Your parents sent you on an errand and you went. That's obedience. Obey means there's a command. It means there's an instruction that is carried out. That's called obey, obedience. Do as I told you. That's obedience. It's different from honoring the Lord. But of course, when you honor the Lord, sorry, when you obey the Lord, it is also a part of honoring the Lord. Not all honoring is obedience. All obedience is honoring. Let me give an example. How many of you have parents in the village? Anybody here? Your parents are not in Lagos. To honor your parents will mean don't let your parents be hungry. Especially in old age. When you are taking care of your parents, that's not obedience. When your parents say, Mama J, your, your mom spent the last part of her life living with you. If she ever sent you to have you seen, that time she was in your house in Odogunyo, if there was something she needed to attend to in have you seen, and she said, come and help me go to the village and see that woman, this one, do this one, do this one, and come back. And you notice that the thing is really bothering her, but she cannot physically go. She wants to send you. Will you not go? Knowing that if you go and come back, she will be very happy. She will even pray for you. Now, when you do that, that is called obeying your parents. That is not just honor, though it's part of honoring. Because she requested it, you carried it out. That is called obey. Someone say obey. But if, now there was a time she was in IBC before she came to Lagos. If you send her money in the village, maybe you are not able to go, or you see somebody going home during Christmas. Those days there was nothing like wire money through phone. You physically give the cash to somebody traveling to, to the village for Christmas. And the person arrived at the village and goes to see your mom. He said, Mama, hey, I saw your daughter Rachel. I told her I'm coming home. Now I should ever give you this. And then he give your mom money. Or he come with a bag of rice for your mama. Something tomatoes or maggi cube. Ha! Imagine how mama will be praying for you. She did not necessarily ask, which will now mean obey. You just surprise her. You are honoring her. She didn't ask, but you did it. That's honor. You buy heart, walking stick, wrap them. Go give your father. In the village, those robot people, they like that walking stick. You go give them. You are honoring them. So when the Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance, it says when it comes to giving God honor, the word substance means material things. Honor God with material things. Material financial things. To obey God will be, he says, go, do, go and do evangelism. You go do it. Is that correct? He speaks to you, go and visit that person in the hospital. 
you do it. That's obey. But to honor the Lord, he said you will do it with your substance. You have already honored him with your, you have already praised him with the sacrifice of praise, the offerings from your lips. Now take some from your pocket. Take some from your account. Honor the Lord with your substance. I want to stop preaching like this. In other words, do him a service. Do God. Oh, some people even kill trying to do God a service. I remember that scripture in uh, John 16. Jesus Christ told the disciples, said, the time is coming when some people will kill you people thinking they are doing God a service. When Apostle Paul was busy killing Christians, he was serving God though in his own heart too. Did you see that? Paul was killing Christians and he believed his God and I'm doing God a service. These people are blasphemy God. How can they say God has a son? How can they say Jesus rose from the dead? Whom we crucify? God is against Jesus. Jesus cannot be the son of God. He's not the Messiah we are waiting for. So, killing anybody who says Jesus is Lord, to them was the right thing to do. Killing Christians, Saul of Tarsus did it with a good conscience. He felt that God is even angry with Jesus for, for equating himself with God. Do you know Saul thought that God was against Jesus Christ? So if I kill, kill all the Christians, God will give me medals. God will promote me. In other words, people want to serve God, but they don't know how to serve God. And that's why Muslims are very glad to kill a Christian. When they kill a Christian to them, they've done Allah's service. And there are rewards in Ajana. Ajana is what they call heaven. They will be shocked that Ajana is not heaven. They will, they will, they will, they will get to their Ajana. Okay. In serving the Lord, we honor him. It is not the size, it's not how much. See, when parents bless you, they are happy for you that you remember them. It's not for the amount, but that my speaking remembers me. If, if you send your mom 5K, say, mommy, just stay down to recharge your phone. She knows that if you have more than that, very soon, by the grace of God, you will start sending 50K. Is that correct? You start sending 500K. So that heart that you have that made you to remember her, she's mindful of it and she's praying for you. But you know the funny thing? Even if she doesn't pray for you, there is a reward God gives to children who honor their father and their mother. It's in the Bible. Let the father and mother not even pray for you. But you honored her. You honored him. Heaven is obligated to bless you return. That you did that. When God told you to honor your father and your mother and you do it, it is God that is now owing you. Because you have obeyed God. While obeying God, you honored your mom. While you honored your mom with your substance, God sees you as obeying his instruction. You know, the Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance. And we are now using our honoring of our earthly parents to demonstrate how our honoring of God also is. 
when you bring those tithes, it's God you are honoring. When you bring offering, when you buy this for church, when you buy fan, when you buy tissue paper for church, you are honoring the Lord. You buy a keg of fuel and bring it so that we will not spend offering for this week on fuel for the church. It's honoring the Lord. Start thinking of things I can do to honor my creator. I will surprise Baba God. I will do this for church. God will also surprise you pleasantly in Jesus' mighty name. I've closed this Bible. Let's clap for Jesus.